Merson has scored it. the legend Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event. So if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. Off the Ball Daily. All right, Jan. Jan Verhas, thanks a lot for, for sitting down with me. Um, I, I've often described you, I know you're a football fan, I've often described you as the uh, Pierluigi Colina of, <laughs> of snooker refereeing. I'm sure it's a reference that you, that you get quite often. Um, must be nice to be back at the Crucible, regardless of, of how used used you are to, to being here. It's, it's, it's always a special place. Absolutely. It's uh, the one that I always look forward to. Um, it's the one that I still get butterflies on. And um, yeah, it's just amazing to be back here. Yeah. It's six finals, I think you've done uh, in the World six Championship. Finals, just the six. Uh, do, do any stand out in particular? I'm looking at the the list of ones you've done. I know Ken Doherty, our own Ken Doherty, was involved in, in your first in '03, and, and yeah. then of course the famous Ronnie O'Sullivan year off snooker in 2013 when he comes back to win. So, are there any in particular that that stand out for you? Uh, every World Final stands out for me. Um, yeah, I remember them all very well. I mean, I had the Ebden um, dot one as well. You know, that was a really late finish. Um, obviously, like you said, you know, the first one is is the best, you know, this is your dream coming true, coming through that curtain and uh, referee your first world final. But they're always special, whether you do uh, one, three, six or maybe ten even, you know, you you still, um, if, if that's not exciting, then you're in the wrong job. I know you've spoken about the Masters finals as well and, and Ali Pali is a place that, that, that means a lot to snooker fans and yourself, I'm sure, as well, especially those Paul Hunter finals, I'm sure, the, yeah. late, the late great Paul Hunter, I'm sure they stand out for you. Yeah, absolutely. They're good memories, you know, and that was still in the conference centre, Wembley Conference Centre, um, as to uh, the Ali Pali. Uh, Ali Pali is a nice arena, but the conference centre for me was the, the best arena to ever work in. Um, obviously, to do uh, all three of Paul's victories, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing, you know, to be involved in that. There's been a lot of uh, mad moments in the, in the Crucible and the World Championship this this uh, year so far, not least the orange powder or dry yeah. paint or whatever you want to call it. Um, what did you make of that whole thing? Because it's, it's not something we're, we're used to seeing. I know Olivia Martil, one of your colleagues, was was called into some, some important action on, on the other table as well. Yeah, Popeye, we call him now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, crazy that it happens, you know. Like, I've, I've once had the streaker here. Uh, when I reffed on table one, it was still a two-table situation, and this guy's come down with a Sven, or a, a Sven Eriksson ma- mask on, and uh, it was just crazy, you know, because you're in, you're trying to get in a certain zone, you you have no idea what's happening. It's very daunting on the referees, you know, you don't know what to do really. I mean, Olivier stepped in, but um, you know, you don't know what these people are about and what they are doing. So. Um, yeah, although it was very brave of Olivier to do it, uh, I don't think anybody, sh- uh, I don't think everybody would have done the same thing, you know. But um, luckily, he did because that meant that we still had a session of snooker, whether it be just on the one table. I, I recall uh, Ronnie Sullivan is someone who's still involved in the in, in the championship this year, of course, and, and still playing really well at, at 47. Uh, that that uh, moment in, in in 2010, I think, at the World Open with yourself when he's asking after was it one red or one red or one black about the the prize money for a 147. It's one of those moments that that every snooker fan remembers. Like, what are your recollections of that and just how how crazy and, and brazen I suppose it was? Well, that is exactly my memory from it. You know, I remember it so well because he asked me after eight, just scoring one black. And um, you know, you just you, you can't really comprehend what what he, what he's doing. He's putting so much pressure on himself as well to do it. And then uh, throughout the break, every time when we passed each other, um, he's just asking me, "Have you do you know something yet? Have you have you heard something yet? What is the break?" And 
And then when I told him there was um, no high, no uh, maximum brake price, he just kept telling me, well, I'm not going to finish it then. So I had it a little bit in my head, what to do, you know, it wasn't like just off the spur moment. Um, obviously, I spoke to um, some fans that came uh, before the match started. I spoke to some people from Spain and some people from Portugal. And I thought it'd be so unfair, you know, th this is their moment as well. So then I just asked him to, to pot it for the fans and um, he, he gladly he did. It was an unbelievable moment and, and, and the fans were glad that you you asked them to, to yeah. pot that last ball as well. Where do you stand or do, I guess, referees, do they have opinions on this, on the, the, the GOAT conversation, the greatest? And, and, and I guess Ronnie has beaten Stephen Hendry in, in terms of, of every single number. And of course, he's looking for, for world title number eight this year. Do you have any thoughts on who the greatest ever to pick up a cue is? Well, I mean, you, if you ask Stephen, he will probably say himself that it's Ronnie, you know. So, I mean, I grew up in the Stephen Hendry era. Um, you know, this is uh, where I started refereeing. And to me, he, he was always the GOAT, you know. And then, then there was the discussion, who was the best, is Steve Davis or Stephen Hendry? There will always be somebody else, you know. But I don't know whether there always there will be another Ronnie O'Sullivan. You, but you never know, you know. Um, but it, I don't think in my lifetime that will happen. But... Um, yeah, if you'd ask me, I think uh, Ronnie is probably um, the most natural, talented player that I've ever seen at the table. It's funny you see all the, the, the fans waiting outside the stage door of the Crucible and other events for, for the players, but because of the television time as well, the, the referees have built up a, a certain level of yeah. a fan support as well. Do you get that? Do you get that sense of, of people that want to come up and get the photographs and the autographs and whatever else for, for yourself even? Yeah, I, I, we get asked, you know, when, when there's events on, you get asked for your autograph or for, uh, you know, selfie or whatever. I don't think they're, they're so much fans for us. They're just snooker fans, you know. Um, it's very rarely happens that you're, that I'm in my own hometown and I get recognised, you know. But obviously when snooker is about and people are waiting at stage door or waiting in the foyer and you walk through the foyer, yeah, you get asked. I think it's part and parcel of the job and part and parcel of uh, doing the job in, in front of television cameras. When you're away from the game, do you, do you watch plenty of snooker? I know you're involved, you, you like to play and, and watch darts, especially in the Netherlands. It's, it's a huge sport yeah. and, and a bit of tennis as well. Do you try and stay clear from snooker when you're not when you're not uh, working or is, is it still an obsession when you're when you're away from the base? No, definitely not an obsession. I mean, um, I work about uh, 200 days a year uh, around the snooker table. So when I'm at home and I tell my wife I want to watch a night, snooker on the telly I think uh, she's telling me to go you know so uh, now I don't see a lot of snooker uh, when I'm away uh, when I'm at home I don't play it myself I used to when I was younger but again you know nowadays don't really want to see a snooker table when I'm at home I know you're a huge Feyenoord fan as well and we have, we have uh, someone who does a lot of football punditry for us David Connolly uh, used to play as a striker for Feyenoord from, from 97 to 0 and a former Irish international uh, what, what's that like for you I mean, do you get to, to go to matches and, and, and follow yeah. the team properly yeah, I've, um, me and my friends, we have, uh, there's three of us and we have two season tickets. Right. Um, so uh, we, we bought them between the three of us and I've always said, you know, there's the one thing, if I'm in the Netherlands, then I want to have a seat in that stadium. So yeah, I do watch them uh, pretty um, regularly. Um, obviously not as much as I would like to and especially now with the title uh, within grasps, you know, you, you, you want to go to one of the last four matches. We've still got two matches at home. But um, yeah, I don't think I'll uh, be able to go, unfortunately, but um, send my regards to David Connolly, I'm a big fan of him, yeah. 
he scored a few goals in, the, in that uh, t- time at Feyenoord as well that, that he'll remember um, finally Jan I guess uh, the Netherlands are in our Republic of Ireland group as well for the yeah. for the Euros and we're all getting excited in Ireland but uh, Evan Ferguson mm-hmm. this young striker who signed a new contract with Brighton he's going to come up against Virgil van Dijk and some some yeah. tough tough defenders when the Dutch uh, I think it's in Dublin in September and then Ireland go to the Netherlands in, in November so games that we look forward to but the Dutch team are doing okay at the moment um, okay. Well, we got played off the park, yeah. really, by France. Um, we had a really bad game against Gibraltar. I mean, we only scored a couple. Where mm. we sh- you know, without any disrespect to a team like Gibraltar, but you should score at least six or seven mm. with the players that we've got. And we didn't. So I think it'll be a struggle. Um, I think the qualifying um, is not going to be that much of a problem. But uh, you never know, you know. I mean, uh, the Republic is, is pretty much capable of, of getting a result against us. If that happens, then we are going to be in trouble, you know. So uh, we've got to uh, we've got to be on our back foot in these two games, definitely. Well, we look forward to them. We, we we always remember in 2001, Roy Keane and uh, the battle with Mark Overmars he had in, in Dublin. So there's there's yeah. a lot of memories and yeah. with those two teams. So we look forward to it. Uh, Jan, great stuff. Enjoy the rest of the World Championship and uh, have fun. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Off the ball daily. <laughs>